0: Game Boys. Coming to you live this morning from the Mushroom Kingdom, WKBAG Studios, Wario K. Rule. Bowser, Andros Gannon. This is Video Games, a comedy show. I am your host, uh, Game Boy. And uh, to quote my guests here today, uh, I do mean Game Boy, not Game Girl. No (laughs) girls allowed. We don't like girls in gaming. I'm here with the Game Boys, uh, Mr. Griffin
1: Davis. It's... It's not that we don't think girls play games. It's that we don't like them or understand
0: them. Great. And and immediately after this, by the way, your unique sound effect will play.
2: I know we have to think big if we're going to make a difference. But not like this. I just I feel trapped.
0: I can't play it live here because of the setup, but I will yeah. be constructing your brand new 42020 sound effect. Oh, I get one, a new one each year. At, at the end of the year, it resets and you get a brand new one. Because
1: last year, it was aptly uh, Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, it was a big Kingdom Hearts uh, drop. And now, you know, you're, you're right. I have grown up a little bit. I've <laughs> changed. Kingdom Hearts 3 came out. Like, I'm a different kind of gamer now. Mm. I'm excited to hear my sound effect. Lux, this is your first time... Uh, In this uh, studio, in this crossover episode, does Lux have a sound effect? Yeah, Lux, uh, say something cool.
3: Uh, Hey, it's me, Lux, and I'm a cool guy and a gentleman.
1: And then right
0: now, his sound effect will drop.
3: Y'all gotta look at the bigger picture here. Nothing worth fighting for was ever won without sacrifice.
0: And it'll be a cool, unique-to-you 2020 sound effect. I'm sorry, I don't have any previous sound effects for you, because you've never been on the show before. Yeah, no, but... I'll
3: take it. I'm ready. I'm excited for a surprise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm excited um, to follow up that really cool thing I said with a super dope sound effect. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. Um, so I, thank you guys so much for uh, you know doing this little crossover episode. You guys have a very fun show that I've been a part of, that I've, I, I actually listened to. I actually listened to incredible. I listened to the show. Um, Thank you. At least I I listened to the Sonic the Hedgehog episode you did. Yeah, kind of recently. Okay. Um, and I'm I'm a fan. Okay. And I assume you both of Sonic, not the podcast of of Sonic (laughs) and the podcast. And I assume you both listen to my show. I have uh, weekly and subscribe to it. And I all and I and I gave it four stars.
3: (laughs) Wow, one less than the recommended amount, (laughs) Griffin. You piece of shit.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's so funny that when one, one four-star review brings down your yeah. stars, you know you're in trouble. It's you know crippling. you don't have enough reviews
1: in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Whose fault is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, we're happy to be here, too. You um, you are definitely, I think, sort of in solidarity, one of the uh, working class podcasts, mm-hmm. just like ours, mm-hmm. uh, going up against some of the bigger guys. You know, we're not part of any major uh, network or brand. Uh, and, you know, we don't have any of the baggage that comes with that. Um, and I, yeah, I'm it's all
0: baggage. It. Thank you for framing it that way. Where it would be just terrible.
3: It would
1: be terrible to
0: be under like all, an Earwolf umbrella. Yeah,
3: all this baggage these suitcases full of money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hate um,
1: having to check my suitcase full of cash at the
0: airport. Yeah. It's money.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I really appreciate um, not only within the realm of video game solidarity, but just how consistent uh, your podcast is, as well as so ours. I feel like very few podcasts really go the distance with every week doing an episode. Mm-hmm. Lux, did we skip
3: a week recently? <laughs> it depends how you interpret it. We <laughs> released, we released later, but that's because we have a new release date. <laughs> yeah. So we didn't you really know, skip a week. We just changed our release date.
0: I do. I do a couple of different shows i produce a few different shows and i'm on a couple different ones and i will say that the video games one is definitely the most consistent because i have the most fun doing it. Sure. it it's 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 selfish right like i love talking about video games i could do it
1: for the rest of my life hmm. you know so yeah, no i do not agree i could not <laughs> I got, i've got i've got a few days left
0: in yeah range. you're burdened <laughs> by the yeah. task griffin's, yeah.
3: griffin's running out of steam you <laughs> can see it in his eyes. They're cold and dead. There used to be like a He used to, be able to stare into Griffin's eyes and just see Mario running along a brick path and stomping goombas and now it's just a game over screen.
1: Yeah. 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 I'm like I'm kind of like uh I I feel actually kind of very similar to like Joe Biden in this way where mm. it's like I had my era and now other people are kind of forcing me To like, uh, perform. Is that Um,
3: what's, is that what's happening with Joe Biden?
1: (laughs) Interesting take. He seems really happy to get on
3: stage and be like, back in my day, you could climb any tree, but now it's not like that anymore because they got these big, well, you know, in the Oval (laughs) Office, this guy, this Don, this Don Tump guy, he's got all the trees and he's putting them in a pile. (laughs) he and seems glad to be doing this that,
1: that sounds like word for word like my analysis of, of video games oh you know? sorry
3: let me I'm, be clear i'm not saying you don't sound like joe biden <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying i think you guys are coming from different places
1: yes we are yeah um he thinks the gamer well but we both think the game execs are little creeps yes Did you hear about this new story no well what no uh, Joe Biden, uh, he had a meeting with a bunch of Silicon uh, tech executives. Okay, I like Uh, where this is going. And there was uh, there was specifically some from like the the video game industry execs, uh, and he specifically singled them out as little creeps.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: They are little fucking creeps, you know.
3: (laughs) I mean, for sure. He's not always. See, the thing with Biden is that he's like kind of a random word generator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. and so sometimes mm-hmm. they're right because yeah. of just like the way randomness works
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. and sometimes love, they're yeah. super racist yeah for sure I, I mean Donald Trump kind of has the same problem too where you know he, the, he has so many speeches that every once in a while
1: he'll say something I'm just like yeah, maybe that wall Damn should it. get built. No, 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 <laughs> Like, he'll say a joke and I'm like, I'm like, kind of like, I'm kind of like, Oh, no, no, it. I, you know, during, here's the thing. I'll say during the Democratic primary, mm-hmm. he has become one of the greatest jokesters <sighs> in just that field. The, yeah. thing at yeah. C,
3: the thing at CPAC where he ducked behind the podium and made himself real little <laughs> and was yes. like, I'm Mike yeah. Bloomberg. Yeah. Like, That's funny. I'm sorry. Yeah. And
1: it's like, yeah, we do have to, uh, there are, you know, at least for the next month or two, there's some unlikely allies. <laughs> 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 um, that's maybe a stretch
3: but who, who can say
1: yeah I, i've I'm, i've canceled myself twice already uh, we've yeah. had many women on our show by the way uh that's why it's called boys with a z it's a big umbrella
0: oh because boys with a z means girls
1: yeah yeah no it means anyone mm-hmm. it means all of
0: them it's inclusive
1: yeah
3: zed is yeah. inclusive
1: you, you can't you can't build a, a spirit bomb with just planet earth you need the namics you need everyone. Oh, that's you know?
0: nice. Mm-hmm. I like that. Have you been playing that Kakarot?
1: I haven't, <laughs> but instead I've been rewatching all of Dragon Ball Z Kai, which okay. is the uh, abridged uh, uh updated version that doesn't uh have any of the filler Great. Uh, and it's pretty incredible. Okay, so
0: it's it's a recommend then for me
1: very good in fact i am shocked at how really good and like i thought it was maybe just nostalgia but no it holds up like the action sequences are are incredible and like the show does so well is it makes all of the villains like so powerful Mm. and like half the show is like just like kids getting the shit beaten out of them by adults yeah. like, which is that's uh,
3: Griffin's favorite thing you can put on the screen yeah. well it's
1: just the yeah. stakes are way higher you know when it's like two I mean Krillin looks like he's like five but mm-hmm. I guess he's an adult man but it's like yeah. just Krillin and Gohan fighting like the Ginyu force which is like five adult dudes do
0: they ever explain like, Krillin's
1: height predicament predicament yeah hmm. he's just like well, a he,
3: dumb little weirdo who goku meets when goku is like but a also little kid has six
1: dots on his forehead, <laughs> yeah which yeah. makes me think he's like the final dragon ball or something yeah or like was a dragon ball no he's like point. a dragon
3: ball hunting guy that goku meets i think as a kid and then they mm-hmm. just and then he like gets beaten up by goku because everyone does and he's like i guess this little kid's my dad now and then like <laughs> they, <laughs> and then they just like go off and have adventures
0: but, th- but in Dragon Ball, they're the same height. And then mm-hmm. in Dragon Ball Z, Goku grows into a man and Krillin stays yes. small.
3: Because right? go- child Goku meets adult Krillin and they're the same size. Oh, and then Goku grows into. He's already an
1: adult. Then Goku oh, grows into
3: adult weirder. Goku and dwarfs Krillin totally.
1: Yeah. yeah. Even weirder. Yeah, an Krillin's a, a horny adult, a, adult a, from day one. A, <laughs> yeah. But he does get with Android 16 or 16, 17 17. Yeah. I think yeah. they are 17, but who, who can uh, say?
3: which is i I watched life. I've watched a good chunk of Kai and Kai is really good largely because the first time I watched Dragon Ball Z as like a semi-adult person I was like I'd forget the stakes of things because there'd be mm-hmm. so many episodes in between stuff happening they'd be like yeah. what they like a fight would go on there'd be all these cutaways and then I'd be like so what happens if they lose again and Kai <laughs> and then Kai moves fast enough that you're like right if they lose Namek destroyed cool I know what's yeah. happening let's go that's like the biggest with, difference yeah.
1: Because, like, you have to wait week by week for the next episode to come out. So, like, it, it would just be so many episodes of mm-hmm. Goku and Frieza. At the, like, at the very end, you think it's going to be over so many times. And it's, like, 15 episodes of them fighting. Yeah. And it never gets boring in Kai. It's great.
0: The Frieza saga is my least favorite because when it was originally airing on Toonami, mm-hmm. they would they would stop at the end of that saga and then replay it from the Saiyan saga all mm-hmm. the way through the Frieza saga. Because ha- I don't think they had localized uh-huh. yet, maybe. The, like the Android saga and the mm-hmm. Cell saga, so we, I, you had to repeat watch all through the Frieza mm-hmm. saga. I think three times. Um, so that's my least favorite one. That's a really I like the, thing. The, 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 I like the other ones better because I'm like I'm like oh, I don't kind of know what's gonna happen. I kind of yeah. forgot. Right. Um, oh. I don't. I don't want to rush into talking about this either. But it it did kind of it was brought to my attention recently that like the rise of the game we're going to talk about mm-hmm. and the rise of dragon ball Z kind of happened at the same time, mm-hmm. which I think is very interesting from just like a, a little kid absorbing fiction mm-hmm. type of thing where like final fantasy seven comes out in 1997, two Nami hits with like Gundam wing and dragon ball Z around that same time. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, they're just like, they're very different, but it, but it is like this anime explosion that happens when we we're it kids. It
3: was so- the greatest time to be in first grade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: It, was unbelie- it was
1: unbelievable. Oh, oh yeah. so that's what Trump says when he says make America great again. He yeah. just wants to take us back to that first grade moment. The first yeah. grade
3: moment when suddenly everything was like, everything, like 1996, everything's Flintstones, Pinky and the Brain, Animaniacs, <laughs> like mm-hmm. no hate. But that's like everything. And then 1997 happens, you're like, wait, robots can fight? And dudes are just flying and they have tails? And also, like, a chocobo is here? Like, everything. Let's go. Chocobos
1: have arrived yeah wow I think we pinpointed it when yeah. America hit its peak
0: well then Pokemon is like 99 right mm-hmm. so then it's like then that explodes yes. anime just never really
1: leaves after that and I think not just in video games but in all greater culture we've been kind of hearkening back to the mid 2000s with all sorts of stuff with like the new Tool album oh. uh, I mean World of Warcraft Classic oh. obviously uh, like all the these big jeans like, are
3: back <gasps> big oh, jeans, yeah chicos!
1: yeah and the and the video games about them
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a wild how many games on my switch are about big jeans <laughs> there's denim denim quest caverns of jinko <laughs> zipper saga it's out of control to be honest
0: well, on my show, we usually start off by uh, going around and saying what we've been playing. Do, yeah, you, do, you guys, do, do you guys do something similar to that? Let's do the it. We, exa- we
3: actually do the exact same thing.
1: Cra- cra- oh, yeah. A crazy first
0: segment. It's almost I'd like be. there's only one way to do a video game show. <laughs> <laughs>
3: there's some, uh, there some like Joseph Campbell type like meta myth like yeah. beats in every story of a video game <laughs> podcast for sure. <laughs>
1: yeah, and this is the inciting incident. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was raiding World of Warcraft last night.
3: Oh, guys. cool. Um, uh,
1: it was a sick, twisted journey to get to level 60. I don't <laughs> recommend <fucking> raw. I <laughs> don't recommend it to anyone. It is brutal and unlike anything in video games yeah, in there's, terms of
3: grinding. There's a stretch uh, of our show where at this segment every week, Griffin would talk about World of Warcraft, and every week he'd sound like a little more beaten and battered until by the end, he was like a level 59. I'm just grinding. That's my update. What have you been playing? Oh my (laughs) god! Out of breath
1: just panting (laughs) yeah Uh, but now what i love about the game is i only have to log in like once a week now Mm -hmm. because like the guild that i'm in likes me i'm running like we do molten core on thursdays and i just kind of pop in and do it and i get gear every time i got a sick new axe weapon that glows and like back in classic like very few weapons like look that cool and like when you get one that like glows and looks big you just walk around iron forge everyone's yeah. looking at you. It's great. It's an incredible MMO experience, but you have to like slave to get to it. Yeah,
0: let me check your mic real quick. Yeah, I'm,
3: I'm so, right. it sounds quiet to me. No, no, that's good. Good. Hey, sounds good to me in my sweet my, my, earbuds. My headphones. Yeah. Yeah. Have you
0: played World, War, World of Warcraft? Never in my whole life. Fuck um, yeah, me neither. It looks. It looks. Uh, you know. It just. I don't know. Sometimes I. I. I have made several decisions in my life that I think have helped me grow as a per, as a as a person and one of those okay. was not ever play world of warcraft <laughs> uh and and also no no assassin's creeds yeah. no assassin's creeds for D- me
1: doing kind of a nixon yeah nixon uh nixon no assassin's <laughs> creeds oh,
3: oh no yeah. i am not a creed
0: <laughs>
1: yeah i am not an assassin. i am not a templar
0: yeah i think i think it's because um you know and there's nothing i i look at these games and they look awesome they look super fun in a different life a different me i i chose to play those but um But yeah, I just, I I saw that they were like long, labor intensive. um, I was already too late to the series too by the time I had a PC that could run World of sure. Warcraft it was already onto like a couple of expansions uh, later
1: yeah and that's a weird way yeah. to, to get into it for yeah. me I saw the Leroy Jenkins video mm-hmm. in vanilla and I was like what the hell is this I game I was there for that I mean I love it I, I love like, a Leroy Jenkins I, I, had to, I had to see what that game was because it looked so complicated yeah. and like there was like all these people online playing together yeah I've like, never seen anything like it does it before.
0: play like a, like a Diablo 2 or a Diablo 3 or is it like clicky you're clicking constantly no
1: it's a keyboard of of. Uh, abilities okay and they have cooldowns so it's just all about like balancing your abilities gotcha. to output the best yeah that basically. sounds fun that sounds fun um, as hell but-, but other than that it's the community that's so awesome <laughs> right, right? I, I i got this no it's, it's ba- <laughs> dude I, I play a lot of online games Lux doesn't play as many where you have to, like, talk to people. I don't play
3: any of those, no. <laughs> or, or any of them. But, yeah.
1: like, most of them are, are shitty. You're not really communicating with people. Mm. Um, they're just kind of like strangers in the night. Uh, <laughs> but, like, when you are playing wow and you're in a guild like you get to know the people like when i got a weapon last night like five people messaged me privately like being like congrats dude like it's like <laughs> it's way more supportive yeah. and satisfying uh in terms of like long term o- online relationships yeah uh, is
0: wow classic better than wow normal
1: currently yes okay um but it seems like wow classic made them so much money and they're really noticing the popularity of it that i think they're going to start shifting the next expansion to kind of go back to its roots mm. so like in the newest retail expansion coming out in like September they're taking it back to level 60 oh
0: like they're they're, they're, they're sp- murking everyone they're killing level.
1: everyone yeah. yeah everyone's characters get deleted yeah, the, o- <laughs> you have to pay the opening cutscene is just a row
3: of guillotines and every character over level 60 just getting chopped for an yeah. hour and a half
1: <laughs> the opening cinematic is a live action of a blizzard tech employee spilling coffee on a server and then it's like yeah. all your characters are gone yeah.
0: Yeah. It's just a camera pulls out and it's Thanos who's programming the game. And he just snaps and everyone disappears.
3: And half the letters on the keyboard are gone. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Good idiots. luck. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, that's but, cool. But yeah. So, what have you been playing?
0: Okay. So, I did an interesting thing where, and this is very not like me, but listeners of my show will, I think, I think you're, they're going to message me maybe similarly to like when you got a new piece of gear and, and wow. They're going to message me after they hear me say that I, I i started playing a game i installed it and i wasn't having a good time and so i just turned it off whoa i uninstalled yeah. it admirable I did, admirable i move. didn't the the game is called neo for the ps4 Okay, I, I, ne-
1: I never trusted that fake ass game
0: yeah like so it's it's not bad okay. but i was just like I'm such a Souls fan. I love those games. Exactly. This is sort of like a cheap imitation. Who
1: drinks Pepsi in 2020?
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I'd already played Sekiro, which also takes place in feudal Japan. So I'm like, so I'm going to play a bad version of a game. Yeah, right. That was like the
3: only allure of Neo was Mm -hmm. like Soul stuff in Japan. Then Sekiro came out and it was just like, okay, so this game is fully, like absolutely just been lapped totally and there's no need to deal with it in any meaningful (laughs) way. Yeah. yeah, so
0: I I I,
1: I uninstalled it it's like Neo and Borderlands Three.
3: Mm-hmm. It's like who
0: <laughs>
1: like only schmucks really get. By that game I thank think.
0: you I pro- I actively <laughs> protested the Borderlands series so
1: I'm, oh. I'm, I'm happy to hear you say that nice. yeah
0: I think the guy who makes it might be
1: a pedophile so mm-hmm. and right. I'm confirming it yeah
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: so, so yeah an I, absolute I stopped... journo over here <laughs> if, if you're a Neo fan and you like that game more power to you the sequel's coming out like I think in a week which is like why I started playing the first one mm-hmm. um, but I'm not gonna play that sequel I don't think mm-hmm. also the Ghosts of Tsushima Ghost game of Tsushima. is gonna come out here pretty soon yeah and that's another feudal Japan game.
1: Yeah, I, I'm gonna say uh, no, and you can sue me. <laughs> You're not Oof. gonna play Ghost of Tsushima? Uh, no. I'm okay. Not. I, okay. I probably will. I'm probably gonna play it too.
3: Yeah, it seems yeah. cool. It's Sucker Punch, right? Oh, what is this? It's like, like it's it's. I, I don't know too same, much about. I've only seen like a couple of like cinematics and the clips, same but shit, it's like right. It's just like a fun actiony feudal Japan game, right?
0: Yeah, I don't it's think it's gonna the be like like Neo or Sekiro that are like hard get good type games. Sure. I think it's going to be more of like a like Sucker Punch made like uh, infamous.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get less and less excited about this. <laughs> Interesting.
3: Uh, well, Lux, what are you been playing? I've been playing Final Fantasy X, baby. Awesome. Um, I just, well, I mean, we're going to talk about this. We're, we're talking about this Final Fantasy VII demo and I booted it up and I played it when I had been playing. So before I've been playing, aviary attorney and final fantasy seven and switching off the two but then the demo came out for the remake and i was like well playing final fantasy seven as my background rpg if i'm just gonna play the remake when it comes out seems dumb as shit so i'm done with that but i wasn't ready to give up final fantasy so i grabbed the uh final fantasy X for the switch and it is so fun i fucking oh. love that game
2: yeah
0: is
3: it the pop star one no it's the one that's the blitzball one uh, Blitzball. Yeah, yeah. yeah I,
0: I think know. the Popstar one is like the X2. Right? Yeah, it's 10 like, Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I which also comes with 10 on the Switch if you buy it. You got it both oh wow, of them Jesus. Yeah, have you ever played that deal.
1: game, Griffin? I I played the Popstar one.
3: Oh, so you've only played 10-2? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I oh no, no, and I have played halfway through the Blitzball one. In fact, I got to Blitzball and then I for some reason stopped playing.
3: Well, Blitz because okay. So when I was a kid, I played this game because my brother got a PlayStation and like went to college and left it. and Then I played it on his PlayStation or whatever. Um, and I remember loving blitzball as a kid, and I played it now, and it drove me insane because it's just like I can't control any of the guys except for the guy with the ball. And I'm used to playing like basketball and hockey sports games where like, yeah, my ability to be good at sports games mm-hmm. makes me win the game.
1: Mm-hmm. And
3: in blitzball, no, it doesn't. It doesn't help at all in any meaningful way.
1: Yeah, I got frustrated and, like, didn't want to read all the menu rules and kind of just stop playing
3: after Blitzball. Where you only have to play one Blitzball game in that game, but then you're only obligated <laughs> to play one.
0: Unless you want to get Waka's ultimate weapon. Yeah. Then you got to play, like, 450 <laughs> oh, yeah. Blitzball you're games. You're
3: only obligated to play one. You should play all of that Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I remember uh, 10 is one of my favorite Final Fantasies. I love it so, so much. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it, it, like, I think it does usher in a new era of Final Fantasy oh, yeah. that I like way less than the previous era, yes. but it, it, it was so good when it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember being so frustrated on by when I was getting all of my characters ultimate weapons. Cause you have to do some infuriating stuff to yes. get those like Lulu's <laughs> is you have to like dodge that lightning bolt like a hundred times in a row. Hell yeah. It's like yeah. a timing game that you can fuck up so easily. Right.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's
0: it's kind of a nightmare. Man. Yeah, I do think you're right Good.
3: though that ten really marks this like transition into Final Fantasy as having more of a sci-fi aesthetic generally and less like steampunky fantasy. Um, yeah, and voice
0: acting too, which yeah. you know, for better or
3: worse, is here to stay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, i say I'll say worse. <laughs> yeah, although yeah, well, we'll get into it. But I they yeah, I just like to read.
2: Mm.
1: Like
3: mm-hmm. I like to read books and I like to read video games and then Me like. Too it's so much easier for me to just be able to like play a game and be able to read it. And I can have like music or a podcast on in the background or something. And like, not, it doesn't, it doesn't bother anyone around me. Cause it's not like I have to, to have it turned up into like, like, I was playing uh, Final Fantasy X at the uh, laundromat yesterday, and I accidentally unplugged my headphones while I was, like, picking up laundry. And so other people around me just got to hear, like,
2: like, dude's Lu- like Lulu
3: just being like, "Shapu's <laughs> never coming back, Waka. He's <laughs> never coming back. And every people around me were like, what the fuck is this? Like, what is happening? <laughs> That's great. Uh, and it was humiliating, like all, yeah. like, like every time I leave the house, no. it was a total embarrassment. <laughs>
1: you gotta find a new laundry mat now. No, yeah. Everyone, everyone there knows that you didn't get Waku's ultimate weapon. It's humiliating.
3: Yeah, well, they they know that I was only two hours into the game, so I think that would have been an unrealistic expectation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I uh, love ten. I also, bu-
0: I picked up twelve for the Switch, and yeah. I'm I'm excited to jump into that because I've never played that game.
1: Oh, that one's so pretty okay. I it's not. I bad. don't even know how it goes. It's the one with lightning? No, that's
0: thirteen. Oh, okay. Which somebody? Oh, but shout out to Oscar Montoya. Don't know if he listens to this show. He let me. He gave me a copy of Final Fantasy thirteen. I told wow. him I had never played it, and he just like lent me his. So,
1: yeah, well, you'll the curse has been passed on to you, right? You'll I'm, find I'm, another soul to give <laughs> it to. And, I'm drunk with Final Fantasies. I need <laughs> to play. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Uh, well, then I guess uh, if there's not any more segments, maybe we should get to the meat of uh, yeah
0: me to this thing. Unless you want
1: to talk about the news, I mean, the
0: coronavirus oh, yeah. has oh. destroyed just about everything in how, gaming how, that we how love. How we do it
1: on time? Do we have time to do a little bit of news? Uh, I'm, we'll, we'll do a quick fire round here. I
0: have only all day, so you guys have okay. to tell me when you're... Then,
1: then let's get into a little bit of... You know, We're bringing game some Boys, Game Boy's magic. A little bit of Game Boy's magic here. Welcome back to Toxic or Toxic. Jeremy, you've played Toxic or Toxic before, but if anyone listening doesn't know, I'm going to say stuff that happened in the video game news. You're going to tell me from the gut if you think it's Toxic, as in bad, like right. incel, gamer culture, um, get it off my internet. Uh-huh. Or if it's do, um, do, 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 as in the Britney Spears. I have a song, drop for that. You do? I have a drop for toxic. We'll use incredible. it. We'll use it. Uh, if you think it's a, a good hit, slap banger, good thing like the Britney Spears song. New story number one: PS Five and Xbox Series X standout features may require a new TV.
0: That 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 sounds like that sounds like a weird. It's like weirdly worded.
1: Okay, so then I'll I'll word it even simpler. Yeah. Uh, the new new features on the the new console features may require you to buy a new TV.
0: I mean that's already the case with the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X though. Like if mm-hmm. you don't have a 4K TV.
1: Okay, so we know where you stand on this.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm just saying. Like <laughs> I, So you. What say, is the
1: new TV you have to buy? I'm saying you, the new TV you have to buy uh, is uh, eight thousand dollars. <laughs> I
3: don't know. Like, <laughs> it just like it's, it's any TV as long as it costs eight <laughs> thousand dollars. Yeah. Like, here's the point. Is, yeah. Like, first of all, take a stand.
0: Okay. I I, st- <laughs> I stand with um the the. The new consoles. I'm okay, like, you stay uh, with new consoles. Yeah, yeah. I'm People like, you should like, buy new TVs. I'm like, for that's new consoles. that's fine. As long as it doesn't require, it's not a requirement. Like, I you see. can still play the new PS5 without oh, buying it. I see. It. Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. Because for me, I was like, well, w- like, you can make the. I'm okay with that if you make the PS5 like $400. Mm-hmm. But if you make the PS5 like $600, which is like what i You I'm, think that's going to be that much? Well, yeah. I'm genuinely concerned it might hit six. I'm afraid if it's five. I think five is at this point incredibly moderate and hopeful. Yeah,
3: five is definitely your center of the bell curve yeah. price.
1: It's there has
0: been no successful console launch over $400, though. Did you know that? Uh, I believe it. I know yeah, I, every I, I, every single sense. one that's priced over that has failed miserably. Like the PS3. Didn't
1: the PS4 start at 400?
0: I think it started at 400. That's what you got to do. You got to start at 400. See, All and right. that's
3: and that's why I think this is toxic. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, that's what I was waiting because, for. Because, because, like, part of the, for better or worse, part of the culture of gaming is that like, consoles are like the more casual gaming option than the PC, like buying your own rig and shit. And it's yeah. like. Then you don't want to set up all these crazy barriers to entry that are just mm. going to, like, create more sort of, like, stratification of, like, gaming culture. You because, just, like, yeah. make it so I can get a PS5, take my PS4, punt it into the creek in the backyard, <laughs> and then just plug the 5 in and fucking go, go, go. Like,
0: I think that's what is going to be the case Though I think what that is saying is if you want to see like, which is already the case, if you want to see God of War look the best, you're going to need a 4K TV, preferably mm-hmm. like a Sony one that has like truer blacks and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But then,
1: but then to argue against that point, it's like most of us have to buy the PS5 just to get to play the new games. Yeah. But if it's literally, we don't get anything else out of that. It's an expensive well, the question the question yeah. is a lot does that make sense? Like, well,
0: no, because it's it still seems like simple science to me. like if you have an outdated TV, mm-hmm. things are just gonna look how they always look on that tv the
3: the yeah. real The real question to me is, is it that the p s five downscales graphics to a worse TV or is capable of upscaling to a better TV? You see mm. what I mean? because if yeah, it's, if it's compressing down to make things like look worse than they naturally look, then it's gonna be pretty rough to play on a not four k TV. But if it's able to take 1080 shit and then render it out in 4K through its like video card and shit, like if they're mm-hmm. making shit, if they're making shit in 1080 with a 4K video card, so the output's 4K, that's mm-hmm. probably fine. But if they're making yeah. shit in 4K and then the video card is to down compress it and put it on the TV. Then you're going to see like weird glitchy stuff and like yeah. artifacting and shit. And that's, so that's you what I'm to about.
0: Yeah, so you think developing in 4K is toxic.
3: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I thought. kind of thought they were getting at. But if my, that's not what's happening, my
1: question is, is if you buy the PS5 at $500 right. and any of the features of next gen are unavailable to at least 75% of the population Mm -hmm. that doesn't own a 4K or better TV, then you literally are forcing a population to pay $500 to play the same level generation of games. So it's like, what... All right, what is the majority of the population getting out of that $500 then other than just uh, uh unlocking a gate to receiving new video games? Right. Better it doesn't no, better load no times? next gen may, Well, yeah, yeah that load for sure.
0: That. Also, the PS5 as far as we know is probably going to be able to play all of the previous generation PlayStation games. So mm-hmm. like I don't know if you guys are even excited about that, but I I do a, I, I do a tiny bit of collecting mm-hmm. and I have a P, <laughs> I have a PS2 library that is like really sick that wow. i cannot wait to jump in oh yeah that's my in.
3: biggest yeah. that sounds good that's my biggest thing yeah. with ps5 is that i have like one of those big u-haul boxes yeah in my closet with a ps2 and like all of my dad's weird rpg nerd <laughs> ps2 games <laughs> that he has decided that he's done with yeah so i just have like all the shimigami tensei games a bunch of the old oh, persona games all that kind of shit same um a bunch of like final fantasies all in this box that like I don't want to set up the PlayStation 2 in my house cuz like that's like just cluttering my little space and I have the PS4. But if I get up the PS5 and can play all those shits, that's mm-hmm. going to be Mwah. that's like yeah. that's, that's something I'm looking forward to in a big way.
1: Well, the first question really split a rift in this entire segment. From the get- <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh we're going to just do maybe like a quick two more. Uh mm-hmm. next news story the the production team behind E3 has dropped out after Los Angeles declares state of emergency due to coronavirus. Yeah, uh, this convention is gonna have nothing there.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think this is do 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 because like, yeah, if if there's a state of emergency because of a disease, stay home. Like, mm. uh, that is the easiest choice. I too would not go make E3, especially if no one's like, like you're saying, like. Sony's not going, Microsoft's not going, like no one's. But but not because of Corona. Right, this is
1: just the second wind of attack. Right, this is what I'm saying
3: though. Is that like uh so before coronavirus, basically every major (laughs) developer was not going to be there. And then you, if I'm a guy who's working this like fucking convention, I'm not going to be like I will risk getting the Vin Diesel quarter mile at a time disease. Uh just to like make sure that people can see like four games from like a studio no one's heard of. Like it's just not it's just not a <laughs> worthwhile trade. Like if the if the <laughs> big companies were there, maybe it's worth getting coronavirus, but for this, I, like I, no way.
1: Catch coronavirus just to like see like the mobile games expo and some new endless runner. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's like
3: all no it's Yeah, absolutely a bad trade. I I wouldn't do it. <laughs>
0: e P E three, you know? Yeah, I think I, I love. I loved E three growing up. Yeah. I have so much nostalgia for it. Yeah. But like it just doesn't make sense to do anymore. It's yeah. so fucking expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. I mean, I guess is GDC sort of a similar type of event? I yeah. mean, that was also canceled due to coronavirus. Mm-hmm. But yeah,
1: um, who knew it would, this would hurt gamers the most? I don't.
0: I don't. I
3: don't. Yeah. I would the love most a, out of everyone is <laughs> definitely
1: gamers. <laughs> I would love a, a
0: good video games con or something that like that was special, like like an E3 used to be. But I just, I just when I see how much money they spend, like just frivolously. I'm I'm just like... It's not
1: just the it's money. It's not sustainable. Though. It's not just the money. It's actually like being forced to have something to show at these things Mm -hmm. ruins the production schedules of video games because all of the time that they could be spent working on the game all of a sudden they have three months before e3 and they have to get a vertical slice of this game that looks good and is playable out. they have to stop everything to just like really make like a five to ten minute demo or something like that and that like oftentimes uh really like hurts production schedules i mean which which... puts more pressure on the developers and it's just like a shitty Kind of brutal cycle.
0: I think that part of it sucks. I do. I am a big fan of delaying games, though. I think delay games as far as I have such a backlog that's so insane at Mm -hmm. this point that I'm like, oh, I don't care if Avengers ever comes out. Just like keep the. I'm (laughs) in
3: no rush for (laughs) any game to come out because PS Five. Yeah, I I don't give a shit. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm never in rush for getting out. Like that's this is the tricky balance of E3 is that like part of in in some ways, especially when we were younger, it was like a real Christmas morning feel because it was like. E3 is here, and now you get to see the demos for not just next year's games, but, like, next year's engines and, like, graphical mm-hmm. capabilities. Like, every year for a long time, E3 would have trailers, and you'd be like, whoa, I didn't know games could look like that. But then also things would happen, like the StarCraft Ghost story that, like, Griffin's kind of getting at, where, like, they play a thing at E3. Everyone's like, we need this game. They try to, like, crush yeah. it out. It falls apart. And then, the like, the only shooter game I've ever wanted to play doesn't even come out.
0: Oh, um, t- such a bummer. Did you guys watch the uh, StarCraft ghost like playthrough?
3: Yeah, that was. Oh, it looks yeah. cool.
0: It did look. It looked cool for that generation. Like yeah, I would have. I didn't. I didn't see. This. You didn't see it. It, no. it kind
1: of looks like a I, so basic. I, I, I have StarCraft <laughs> muted on Twitter.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I Griffin mean, by today's standards, it looks scary. very basic. Yeah. <laughs> I uh. just I just think the StarCraft fans are, are bullies. hmm. Yeah, Griffin's always mad when they're
3: posting snake emojis in his
1: mentions. <laughs> <laughs> Starcraft, I can say Starcraft is a game for babies, and then they post snake emojis. <laughs> wow. Uh, I was also
0: bummed to find out today that uh, I, I collect I collect those mini consoles, right? And the Turbo Graphics 16 mini that Amazon was releasing. Oh yeah, cool. That got indefinitely delayed yeah. due to mm-hmm. coronavirus, mm-hmm. which so, like that's that's that stinks. But also like. It was a very like eye opening moment of like, oh god, like,
1: coronavirus is everywhere. Yeah, I think it's I think it's fine as long as you don't put the controller in your mouth mm-hmm. or touch your nose or eyes with it. Yeah. Well, then don't ship it to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What yeah. do I do with it then? Yeah, what do I, <laughs> what do, I, what do, I do with it? Uh, uh, well, it, that was.
3: Let's say if no. you can't trust a controller, if you don't put it in your mouth.
1: Right, okay. exactly. Good, good, good. Mm. Well, that was toxic. Toxic. Thank you for playing. <laughs> uh, we did two long ones instead of all the little boring ones. Mm. And I think that's a solid way to do it. But let's get talking about the game that we're all in this room for. Mm-hmm. This demo
3: that appeared Final out of Final Fantasy VIII
0: HD mm-hmm. Switch yes. port.
1: Uh-huh. Finally.
3: You can press. Finally. You can press uh, start and go three times as fast.
1: <laughs> uh, finally, I can watch uh, Advent Children on my Nintendo Switch. <laughs> yeah, C- you can't do that yet, can you? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but I'm. I'm get that hashtag trending. Yeah, yeah, let's get that hashtag trending. She's trying to positively
3: right. manifest it. The secret style.
1: Yeah, yeah. F-F-F-F-F-Ad- Advent Children to switch, uh, but. This game uh is it coming out next week? Did that? Did I April hear that? 10th. Okay, so it's coming out soon. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh this game was sweet. Uh what do you guys think? You're you're. I feel like you have the most passion for Final well, Fantasy. So someone should intro what we're talking about. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's the demo. Final Fantasy Seven demo. That's what yeah. we're talking about. Well, here.
0: and it, but it, it kind of like stealth dropped. I don't think any of us Came were expecting nowhere. it, right? No, Came I woke nowhere. up
3: to a text from Griffin, and then three hundred tweets that were like, <laughs> "The Final Fantasy Seven demo. It's here!" Yeah,
0: yeah. I I couldn't believe it. Um, I, my my day. I think it was su- it wasn't Super Tuesday. No, it was like,
1: no, it was, it, it was, it was. And so it was like the perfect time. Like yeah, they, th- yeah. they knew, I think I'm yeah. willing,
3: I'm willing to bet. I might not be a living human if it weren't for <laughs> this demo coming out when it did.
1: Yeah. I was
3: like so stressed. Cause like I do campaign stuff and, and work on these things. Um, And I was Wait really very stressed and having a terrible time. Just like waiting for results and just being able mm-hmm. to be like, I played through it like three times. I and you just,
0: are you are in Texas, right? Yes, I
3: am in Texas.
0: Wow, a lot of good that did. Uh, yeah,
3: right. hey, wait, I, I'm. No, I'm just <laughs> making a huge
1: revelation here. I thought it maybe helped us, but youth turnout wasn't what it was.
3: Perhaps because of the demo, Hey. were they know, trying to
1: kneecap us? Oh
3: yeah, maybe. Maybe all the people that we knocked on doors of were just like, oh, "I can't make it. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> shit. I gotta. I'm sorry, but I gotta see what Barrett sounds like. Is it? Still, I gotta. I it, gotta
0: replay this over and over again. That's, oh I mean, that's my what God. I did.
3: <laughs> um, Holy shit!
1: Squaring nicks for Biden.
0: Well, I'll talk about how I felt about it at the end, but I want to actually want to hear how you felt about it. Uh,
1: yeah. So me, I I only recently played Final Fantasy VII for the first time. Did you beat it? For uh, I still haven't even beaten it. No, oh, yeah. but I know all the story though, mm-hmm. and because and when we did it for your right. episode, uh, and uh, I have also admitted on these podcasts before that my first entry to Final Fantasy was Advent Children, that movie. Awesome. Um, that was my first introduction to the Final Fantasy. Seven characters and mm-hmm. story and um, it worked for me Yeah, <laughs> um, but uh, this game. So you're used to all this jumping around and like well, flying it's funny in the you air. You should say jumping around and flying in the air yeah. because my biggest complaint with this game is how landlocked to the ground you are. There okay. is no jump button. Yeah. Uh, there's there's like no like sky high antics. Well right?
3: there, there are if you fight things that jump you jump to fight stuff. You, yeah but, there, but I just want to jump.
1: Like, like, mm-hmm. like you like can, There is no jump Like run. I can in like Kingdom Hearts or something like that. So
0: I was going to ask you, how does this compare to Kingdom Hearts? Because I'm hearing this a lot of
1: talk that this is very similar incredi- to the... Incredibly similar, just like I think a more refined, like simpler mm-hmm. version. But yeah, it's like you you lock on the stuff, you move around. It's kind of like swingy and lock on-y. Yeah. Uh, I like how simple it is. Like it's yeah. just like square and then you switch to a stronger move.
0: Does Kingdom Hearts have that thing where you can like um, stop the battle, freeze the battle to like command your other characters? characters? characters and stuff that's
1: a thing that's that they've brand new introduced i like like that real time classic mode yeah yeah
0: i like the stopping everything Uh to like kind of play chess for a minute and then going back to like your button mashing or whatever
1: (laughs) and i wonder will the game ever be hard enough that you'll need to do that
0: so i actually did find this demo kind of hard uh i think i just wasn't adjusting to the mechanics quickly enough but like i almost got murked by that first robot. Oh really? Not even the yeah. boss. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. just that first bigger robot. I oh. was like, what the fuck is happening? Why can't I use my magic? Like it took me a while to figure out the ATB, like you have to like or er- almost earn the privilege to use an item or yes. use magic.
1: Yes. Um I like uh I like also that their points are from Kingdom Hearts like the shortcuts. So it's like you push L1 down and you can have a bunch of shortcuts to use your yeah. moves. So it's just like it, it this game. Is incredibly polished just mm-hmm. on a big level it's like like this fucking slice of the game they showed us it looks insanely good it's insanely satisfying to like play and hit around yeah. it's pretty easy um yeah but uh it felt really good i just it felt like everyone was just kind of like sliding around on the ground and like i, I like i miss that verticality still um of the kingdom hearts games but uh overall it looks really good uh and i'm excited for this 10 year saga of releasing this (laughs) Uh,
0: i think i think you just touched upon like what might possibly break my heart ultimately about this game yeah is uh piecemealing it out to me yes i I mean this um, whole game stays in midgar yeah, uh, that's the rumor anyway. No, no, they confirm that. That's
1: fully confirmed. This game never leaves the city, man. Uh, it, I mean, that means that they're like definitely adding stuff and like fleshing it out more. But we're gonna be playing this game for the next ten years. <sighs> that's and such ha- a bummer. I Have a feeling that the kind that this style of combat will start to feel pretty old after sixty hours.
3: Yeah, I mean that's one of my so. I mean, we've talked about this on Game Boys a lot, and also just personally all the time. Is one thing about me uh, is that I'm a real turn-based pervert. Like, right. <laughs> I not only I not only love turn-based yeah. combat, you I even go, love. When you move to the neighborhood, you have to tell this. people. I even love like a two-hour boss fight where like three wrong moves will make you have to start the entire thing over.
0: Yeah, like that's. I'm a sucker for that too. That's
3: like that's. My favorite shit. Like that's what yeah. makes me happy. And so this Did game, you play Dragon Quest Eleven? Oh yes.
0: Yeah. So you were you were psyched
2: about it.
3: Yeah. Right I loved it. Yeah. I had a great same. time. Um I mean well this came up when we played when we talked about Persona Five and how like the Persona Five boss fights super long and super hard and like two or three strategic fuck ups will send you back like an hour and a half. And I was just like, Yeah, that's why it's good. Yeah. Um but the problem with this is that like, you know, it's not that. Like they took the fighting system from Final Fantasy 15 and like tightened it up and made it a lot better. Um, it's much better at being that than Final Fantasy 15 was. It's just not quite as fun. And I tried classic mode, which is like kind of the turn basey version. And it was like the most dissociative video game experience of my life.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: because what happens is they just fight and do the shit. And then whenever the ATB bar fills up, you can tell them to do something different. But it's like, oh. I feel like I'm not the character anymore. Because the character is just fighting and jumping around and, and stabbing stuff. And I'm just like, all right, when you're ready. Always the little yeah. voice in your head that tells you to shoot fire at this guy. Yeah. Um yeah. There's and like that, an auto mode. Yeah, that's and that that's the classic mode. Um yeah. and that like I get what they're trying to do, because it does effectively like fill in the gaps of what's happening in like your imagination during the turn based stuff. But it's just not as effective at getting me in there. I did still like it was still fun to do it this way, but like it Final Fantasy boss fights. To me are like supposed to be these like delicate dances of like, yeah, how far can I push like attacking and using my skills before I have to like use an item or use cure? Or like, how do I balance all these things? And this game, it's like fucking smash that square button until the bar fill up. And then you got to pick one of your three moves and do that. And then mm-hmm. obviously that'll complicate and get more intricate as the game goes on. And like once it develops, but it was just like it was super fun. I really enjoyed it. But that the combat element just made me sort of be like, it doesn't have the same magic it doesn't have the yeah. same sort of, like, tension that the turn-based versions have.
0: I, uh... I, you see, I, I played all the way through Final Fantasy Fifteen, never felt like I ever got my head around that combat system, where I felt like I knew exactly what I was doing the whole time. It's very
1: just, like, wave... Uh. Yeah, it, it, it
0: is very, um... uh, It's like a Michael Bay film kind <laughs> of thing happening, where I, I couldn't tell always what even was going on in fights, and I had a... a the same sort of traumatic flashbacks playing this where I was like, yeah, it it just does seem like a lot is going on on screen. And like, I, I even, I only played it once. I think I'm going to play it again soon. But, um, like I remember like controlling Barrett and feeling like, Oh, this, like, it's cool that I get to be him. Like getting to walk around as Barrett was like a huge joy for me, but it was also like, I don't feel like he's very powerful or I can't really get my head around how he operates before this demo's over. Yeah. So I will say that a lot of the combat stuff, I think it's it's gonna take some adjusting for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not completely down on it, but I I, I think like Lux, I would pre- I would have preferred like maybe if there was an option, if if classic mode was just literally a turned based game, mm-hmm. as opposed to, you yeah. know, you running into the way it sounds is sort yeah. of like a, just a gimped version. Mm-hmm. I will say, though, that I'm here for this whole fucking thing just on the merit of, like, how cool everything looked. Like, th- I, I played through the intro of old Final Fantasy VII, and the way that the map works in that is, like, a one-to-one but, like, differently scaled version of what happens Isn't in the insane? demo. Like, yeah. Like,
1: the, the one shot that really got me <clears throat> that I saw from the original game was they're at the... Mako facility. Yeah, not Mako. Not Mako. (laughs) Huge reveal on that one. uh... Mako. Um, and there's that bridge. Yes. And then it goes in Mm -hmm. and it's like a three way and wedge runs to the opposite end of it. And And then you can go talk to him. Yeah. Like this, uh, this looks exactly like it, but in re and it's like, whoa. Or
0: like, like, um, you get to a part where you have to open up security doors and like Jesse opens the first one, Biggs opens the second one. And that's just like from playing that game so many times, I knew that in my bones, like, well, she has to open the first door, and he has to open the second door, and they exa- yeah. they did it exactly that way. Yeah, but like, it looks
3: so cool, and like they're yeah. so much more present in the moment, which is cool, right? I mean, it's it's a weird experience being like a a guy who was a kid playing Final Fantasy VII, and then was like an internet kid, and because I don't know how how do you want to go, but like if you're on the internet, like a lot of Final Fantasy VII fan art was like taking this world that was like clearly, incredibly, beautifully imagined and awesome, and like then people drawing it to like the quality. That, like, mm-hmm. it should have been. And, like, now we're finally playing in that world. Like, yeah. it's very reminiscent of, like, old, like, early 2000s, mid-2000s fan art of Final Fantasy VII. Just because that's always what it's wanted to be. has been, like, this game's so big and epic, I want a version of it that, like, looks as cool as, like, it should. And now it does, and now we're doing it. And that that element of it is awesome. And so it's, like, running around as Barrett, like you said. And also, like, I'm glad that they made it so fucking lifting the thing off Jesse's leg won't just, like ruin your day if you just like <laughs> if it's like you don't have to like backtrack and run around and go back together it's just like a, in a quick moment in the story right that you get to do and like it and it all feels way more intense and present like that it does feel a lot more urgent than the the original did it, to me like you could really get a sense of like everyone's gonna fucking die like, right. in a way that the other one doesn't but yeah it, it's in some ways it captures it even improves upon the magic of the, of the original. And in some ways it like, doesn't quite get there for me. It's like a mm-hmm. weird, uh, but all, yeah. overall, like I'm, like you said, I'm a hundred thousand percent into, into it. Like, yeah. I'm, it,
1: it's a weird mixture of successes and failures. Cause it's like, um, like it succeeds on looking and feeling good, but like, there's this like w- w- this weird fear in the back of our heads that the combat is going to get boring mm-hmm. or just like not something that you want to invest into for more than like 25 hours before you're just over it
0: I can tell you um, it definitely succeeds in casting Matt Jones as the voice of Wedge <laughs> uh, Badger from Breaking Bad that was a big check mark that yeah. I was
1: nervous they weren't going to yeah. hit well
0: okay so this is a kind of a crazy <laughs> story I- I'll tell it on this is uh, Matt Jones lives in my neighborhood okay. and uh, I recently had him over to like record some sort of podcast stuff and like edit something so uh i was both pleased and devastated when i started playing that game and heard his voice coming out of that mouth because on one hand i was like oh that's cool i actually know someone who is a part of this game Mm -hmm. on the other hand i'm like get the fuck out of my video game, Matt Jones. Like, I want to play... This is, like, my private time, okay? This is, like, where I block the world out. Like, I don't want my Hollywood friends to start showing up in my video games. That's, like, bullshit,
2: you know? Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, if I, if I like, um, if I logged into Molten Core Raid and, like, uh, one of the bosses just sounded like Lux, I'd be fucking furious. I mean,
3: if one of the bosses sounded like me, everyone would be furious. <laughs> if one of the bosses just, like, yeah, I got some gold... You're not gonna get it though. <laughs> like, that's not, like,
0: we have to kill this guy yeah. <laughs> relentlessly. Really what do you think it. is one of the biggest failures that you, um, you're pointing to? Well, I think the MMA.
1: failure is like, well, is but the potential for this type of gameplay to mm. be stale or not, or not, or not feel like a like an upgrade, yeah, but, but like a left turn or like a lateral move or boring, uh, and then or, also yeah. what I've been thinking and feeling after listening to both you guys is like. This is gonna be like the Hobbit movies. Like they made, they tried to make it three movies. Yeah, and I'm like nervous just about like the longevity and the like the stamina and just like the investment that it requires. It has to be so good for us to want to stick around for that long. I think like they could be shooting themselves in the foot.
0: I think they could have made the game shorter than the original.
1: <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, think they could have cut
0: like, yeah. a lot I of it so and too. had and
1: streamlined it and made a really fun. 20 hour experience i i think the game should be 120 hours but it should just be one game and they should release it like a year into the playstation 5 Uh, but like the way they're doing it now it's just crazy yeah Yeah. i was getting a major resident evil 2
0: remake vibes with it also like with the lighting which i thought was
1: really interesting Mm -hmm. um but I still think games like Death Stranding look better. I don't know. though than this? Yeah, I, think, I haven't played Death Stranding. I think but Death, Death Stranding looks better. Uh, see, I don't know.
3: I don't think Death Stranding looks better. But Death Stranding, see, it's hard to compare because one Different thing about this demo, styles. one yeah. of this demo thing about this demo that really frustrated me is that like, okay, we get it. You can do the visuals of like intense. Like industrial sci fi dark stuff, yeah. and that's the but, problem with this game. It'll all be only be that. But yeah, but then it's like, well, maybe or maybe not. Like we don't know because there's also other stuff. Like even in even in Midgar, there's like other stuff that happens in other places you go. Like there's the church and there's Aerith's place and there's all the there's yeah. the stuff with the m- mob boss and all the stuff. But it didn't even and like there's Tifa's place, but it didn't even give us any hint of how those kind of things look or how it feels right. in that kind of zone. And that makes me leery because like one thing that Last of Us is really good about is like you go to a bunch of different feeling places that feel and look kind of different and like spooky in different kinds of ways or whatever. And there's like clear tonal stuff. And this game doesn't the demo. Didn't give me any of that to like, look forward to in a way where I'm like, this didn't prove that you can strike the, like you can hit this stylistic high across all the, like, can it be this cool when you're at the golden saucer and it's an arcade do like, will a chocobo race right. look this cool? will like Sephiroth a layer, like the Genova shit or like the big Valley, like look as cool. Like, I mean, there's no hinting towards that Do stuff. Do we even get to the Big Valley? Well, no, but my point is that, like...
0: Yeah, I no, see ev- what you're saying. You, like, when you get out of Midgar, what is that going to look
3: like? No, but you don't get yeah. to see that in this game, As no, my but point. but even, even no, in know. Midgar, yeah. there are stylistically different places, though. Like, yeah, it just, but does still,
1: like... Tifa's bar is still, like, a dark industrial bar. Yeah, but, like, like
3: Aerith's house isn't... <laughs> Yeah, like what about Don terrible. Corneo's porn yeah. Yeah. palace? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that will
1: be lit completely differently. <laughs> <laughs> like,
3: but like, that's the thing is in the in the original game, even though they're not, I mean, obviously not lit differently because like it's uh, you know whatever. But like it, the style is different. The tone is very different. Like one thing about Final Fantasy VII that I think we talked about when you were on on Game Boys is that like it it's really good at managing tone, at being like funny when it wants to be, at being serious, at being emotional. And this didn't flex any of those real any of those muscles. So like. Yeah. As cool as this demo was, and it was very cool, it didn't answer any of my, like, real R- questions about this game. Like, the things I really I, want yeah. them to do. I,
0: I will say it gave me hope because it looked a hundred times... To- I don't know if compared to Death Stranding is even is comparable. Because, like, Death Stranding has like those beautiful, like, hilly, green, lush areas.
1: Maybe unfair to compare the two because the art styles are different. Yeah,
0: I don't know. What were the, were the interiors in Death Stranding pretty epic like that? Like, were they, like, really you know, detailed and stuff? Yeah.
1: Yeah, but I think it was just like there was just something about the visual fidelity of the engine that was like yeah. running it. I think it's like the engine they did uh, Horizon Zero Dawn on. Great, and there's there's something about the atmospheric environments they get out of that engine that just like looks really good to me. It's different art style, yeah. Finalize it still looks very good. Uh, but- yeah, I thought it,
0: I thought it looked exceptional. Compared to other stuff I've been playing, like, uh, because to me, Resident Evil 2 Remake, whatever engine that's in Mm -hmm. that they did like Devil May Cry 5 in, like, Mm -hmm. to me, that's like the pinnacle of how games have been looking. Where just like that, the lighting in that is so gorgeous that I can really almost feel what next gen is going to be like. Mm -hmm. And Final Fantasy 7 had a lot of that kind of stuff in there. Where like, I spent so much time like looking at posters in Mm -hmm. the demo because I was like, wait, what the like, what is this an ad for? An energy drink. Are you 4K? Uh yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm 4K TV. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna start yeah. I'm gonna start asking yeah. people. <laughs> hey, hey bro. You 4K? Are
1: yeah, you 4K? I'm 4K.
0: I have I mean I bought I bought my TV back in like 2016. So
1: that's too. when 4K was really was really 4K. It was really 4K. <laughs> Not this 3.8K yeah. nonsense. It,
0: but I will say like, you know, on it, it looked it looked really really great. Should I get a 4K TV? I think you should I, I don't even think they're that expensive. I don't think um
1: Yeah, how much is a 4K TV right? I think
3: you now? probably get a cheap one for like couple hundred bucks? I just got a free smart TV, so I feel silly buying a 4K TV because I just got a nice TV for free, but it's like... Yeah. Part of me is also like, but I got to have my Ks.
0: You can (laughs) almost get... A 4K like cheating it if you turn the brightness down on your TV. Yeah. Uh, I, I just know that from like me playing Resident Evil 2 Remake on my TV versus seeing mm-hmm. my roommate playing it on his giant 1080p TV. Yeah. It was just like, oh, this is just brighter. Like, like turn the brightness down. Yeah. And I think you can get a similar
3: like effect in yeah, these. To, games. Some, to some degree, you definitely can. It, it also depends on the shading engine, but yeah.
1: Yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's also DIY 4K. You just stand really close to the TV. <laughs> I mean, you can really see all the pixels. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I will say that um,
0: I'm I'm excited about the look of sh- like Shinra and and Midgar and how that whole thing is gonna like come to life. But it doesn't answer the questions like what is the gold saucer gonna look like? What is uh, you know what Costa del Sol gonna yeah. be? You know like, uh, and that's not even we're not even leaving Disc One at that point. You yeah, know, uh, there's so there's
1: like, and it feels to me like I you know I'm only halfway through Final Fantasy VII, but yeah. The first part was really interesting. Then when they get to the bigger lands, some places are more interesting than others and there does seem to be some like filler yeah. side zone areas. For so
0: fans, like, there every area is going to be incredible. The to, most like, cool yeah, thing right, they've ever it. seen, yeah, but yeah. like <laughs> I I would agree with you if you're playing it with modern eyes like maybe maybe somewhere. going to Calm is right. not as yeah. cool yeah. as going to Nibelheim and seeing like the burning right. city and stuff.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's so
3: it, it's it's interesting though. It's it, like the I'm, I'm, I keep going back and forth in this demo because like, (laughs) like, because you just said you mentioned Nibelheim and it's like, imagining Nibelheim in this engine is like, Oh my God.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The mansion going into the mansion. Yeah.
3: Like all that shit seems so fucking cool, but it's just like, give me something. That's why the fucking like little montage of shit that happens at the end. That's like coming soon was Mm -hmm. so frustrating because it was all Midgar shit, which I get is the game they're currently making, but it's like. If you want to sell Final Fantasy Psychos on like this giant multi step project, fucking cheat and just throw a few little like snippets, like throw us a couple tiny little chips of later stuff just so I can see like what are your greens look like, what are your reds look like, what are your purples look like. Like, like, so
1: you can, so you can find, so you can play those reds and greens in like 2026. I mean, if you want, well, if you want, if you want me
3: to give a shit enough to be following this into 2026. You gotta give me something, right? Have right. they
0: said anything it's specific? Flawed from ab- the, it's flawed from the start, right? Yeah, I, I agree with that. <laughs> Have they said anything about their plan and rollout, like how they're gonna roll the rest of this game out? Yeah,
1: they, they need they need some kind of Marvel phase plan.
0: Yeah, because I'm not sure it will be that long of a thing. Like, if we get a new, as long as Midgar section every year, we should be done in. Three years, right? Three or four years. Like Midgar is like I think one of the bigger chunks of the whole game. Yeah. So I don't. I. I mean. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. So if we got it in three parts, that's only three years, which would be
3: just, a time just the time for just time for the next election.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but we also at that point we'll have new consoles, so I don't know how that's going to work. Are they going to not release it on PS4?
3: Yeah, I don't know, but
1: it's clear that they are going to be. Releasing these parts to purposely interfere with our elections, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, <laughs> as, as we saw in Texas so tragically, it's crazy, <sighs> yeah. Beto, Beto came out and was like, Have you heard about the new demo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you heard? <laughs> Fucking, I hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh my! Uh, yeah, Beto Beto, well, Beto wants it to be six parts. <laughs> yeah, Beto wants yeah. to be six parts uh, every four years. <laughs> yeah. um, get, what, what would
0: be? What could? Is there a type of rollout they could do that just wouldn't make us angry?
1: Oh, that's a great question. Um, for me, and it's too late already for this, so I guess this isn't constructive. But like mm-hmm. I say, like just like put out a very long, crazy big game mm-hmm. about a year and a half after the PS5 comes out.
3: I mean, yeah, that's the ideal for me. If you're not going to do that and you're going to do it this way, something that I kind of need is, like, for it to be Midgar plus a tiny bit with some, like, little chunkos of what's to come so that, like, when I finish Midgar, I at least see a few, like, a an hour of new shit and mm-hmm. then, like, a teaser of the next thing because then I can at least be like, okay, in a year or in six months or whenever I have this thing to look forward to and land on. Yes. Uh, and I'm like, okay, I have faith that you're doing the next part right. The same way that I have faith you're doing Midgar, right?
1: I want them to really bring it back to basics and release a three-disc release. Like oh, like yeah. in the olden days. Mm-hmm. And I don't even care what the technological reason... Like, like like I don't care if they could fit it all into one disc. And it's like each disc is just like 20 gigabytes of storage. <laughs> like, like out of 50 right. or something. I want a three-disc thing of, of the parts... And I, and I want it to be so large that you have to like get a second console. I, I just, yeah. I want to, I want them to take it back to basics. I don't want them to do this like new like pay to play like. Are they going to make service. us pay for the
0: for the um, it just, f- next parts? It just of feels it?
1: like they're just doling it out in little bites instead of instead of the old school I mean, way of give of like just doing something massive. It's like used to
3: the problem is that part of the problem with this is that like. Final Fantasy VII is a game that already exists, right? So, like, if someone Whoa. was, like, we're making this new crazy game, and it's going to be a Death Stranding-y type game, and it's going to come out in three parts over the course of three years, I think a lot of people would be like, cool, that's a new thing, and we're, and I'm excited to, like, follow this journey as it goes. Mm-hmm. But because Final Fantasy seven already exists, everyone's just like, okay, so I'm just waiting for a remake of a game I've already played? Like, that doesn't... Right. It doesn't have the same kind of juice. And, like, I say this as someone who, like... Final Fantasy five through 9 is like that, and like the Shin Megami Tensei games are like that's where I live video game wise. Like that's yeah. my home zone. But even for me, it's yeah. sort of like a little. It's not as easy to get excited about that um, as it would be to get excited about like if Final Fantasy 16 were coming out this way or something like that.
0: Right. Uh, oh, that reminded me of something. Do, do the. Um... Oh, sorry to keep bringing it back to the Resident Evil 2 remake stuff, mm, that but like I think, rules. It, I think it is shameful that like Capcom has. By the time this game will come out, ha- we'll have released two remakes of their classic Resident Evil series, yeah, Resident but, Evil 2 yeah, and but the, 3. But their games
1: are like four hours and for babies. <laughs> well, Those games are I'm not for is, babies. They're spooky and scary.
0: Yeah, they're very scary. But all, all I'm saying is like, two classic games, Resident Evil 3 and 2, mm-hmm. we're going to have remade beautifully rendered yeah. with so much fan service that no. is both hitting nostalgia and modern gaming with beautiful maps oh. before Final Fantasy can even release its first like, four-hour installment of its thing. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. so it's like, Mm -hmm. how are they just cooking with gas so Mm -hmm. much, and Square can't really get it together?
3: Well, it feels like Square... Sometimes, I love Square Enix, obviously, they make all, like, the most favorite games, but, like, they have an Atlas. but, like, Sometimes they're like a little not with it in certain ways. Um, I mean, one is this thing where it's like other companies are remaking games and they're kind of setting the standard for how you do that and they're just choosing to do it differently in a way that like everyone is frustrated by. Another example of people being frustrated is like Barrett in this game, right? Like a big, a big, A, he's like the only guy whose voice acting isn't like pretty good to Mm me. Um, And I remember, I mean, again, this is just me being a really online kid, but like when the first game came out, there were a lot of people who were like, Barrett's kind of racisty. <laughs> like, he's just a pile of like black guy on TV stereotypes jammed into one mm. due to the gun attached. Mm. Um, and then they made a new game, remake of the game, and they were like, "That's what he is again, a hundred percent." You're he- right.
1: Yeah, th- yeah. This game has like made by dads energy as opposed to like the <laughs> new the new nintendo games which like they're which like there's actual journalistic reports that like new younger teams have been given more reins on like the newer titles which is why like breath of the wild is so innovative and like Tomorrow mm. odyssey had so much innovation cuz like it's a mixture of old veterans working with like new young people this game feels like it's this it's like yeah it just made by a bunch of dead. right totally
3: it's a bunch of people who are like Gaming culture and symbolism and ideas are the same as 1997. The only thing yeah. that's changed is the technology. Yes, um, which in some ways is endearing because it keeps a lot of the ethos of the first game intact. In some ways, less so because like Barrett, like you, literally, like Barrett sounds like fucking Debo. Like it's un- it's it's he's it's it, they just aren't. There's like a bunch of people who are like, hey, this is kind of racist. Maybe changed up a little bit, and they were like, fuck that, nope. And it's like, that's not their obligation, they're not obligated to do that or anything, but just sort of shows that like you're saying it's like it has made by dad's energy. Like it just feels like the same dudes just have new toys to make the game with and there's not like a new infusion of like creative energy or anything.
1: And maybe we like get because this game they're gonna add stuff to really stretch this out, maybe we get more character interactions from people and more nuanced stuff in the future. I'm not not saying that's not possible. I think there's a few accessories from video games that should be allowed IRL: sunglasses indoors, Mm -hmm. capes for sure,
3: goggles, um, belts. (laughs) I think. I
1: I think guys. I think we're weeks away from capes. Mm -hmm. I think we're. You've been saying that that for weeks. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's gonna time out. Yeah, Uh, goggles.
3: Um, Goggles got to come back around too.
1: But goggles on the forehead.
3: Yeah, you don't put them on your eyes. Right. Square right. up here.
1: That would just clarify for me who the protagonist is, mm-hmm, like in yeah. any a given room. I
3: want a
0: clock in a hat. Oh, <laughs> you know, steampunk. Yeah. <laughs> um, give me gears. Give me gears. Uh, yeah. So uh, wait, you said you're you're an Atlas fan, right? You're yeah. Shin Megami Tensei fan. Did yeah. you play any of those SNES Shin Megami Tensei? Yes, I
3: did. Yeah. You like them? You recommend? Yeah, they're fun. They're they're cool. Yeah. I mean. I think that there's like a clear the PlayStation the the PlayStation two ones, like Nocturne especially, mm-hmm. are just such a jump in like not just yeah. amongst those games, amongst those like games, period. Yeah. That it's if if someone's like, Hey, I've never played an SMT game, what should I do? I'm just like Nocturne, go find yeah. a way to play Nocturne. I have Um, a
0: sealed copy of Nocturne for the PS2 that I'm waiting to bust out for mm -hmm. that PS5.
3: Yeah, totally. I I mean, I played it on the PS2, but in in that U-Haul box I mentioned, Nocturne is right at the top of the pile. Um, Last
1: thing, unrelated to Final Fantasy, before Mm -hmm. before we kind of roll our way out of this episode, like the PS5, have you seen what it might look like?
0: no, uh, I've only seen the dev kits are shaped kind of like a V, but right?
1: It's like a it's like a U and like you kinda of see into the guts of it uh-huh. kind of. Uh, like yeah, it, but yeah, it's yeah. like it's retroy looking too. Yeah. I think that is gonna be the PS5. Oh, okay. People people keep on saying that like the dev kit's like, yeah, that was what the dev kit looked like, but now they're getting like versions of it that aren't the dev kit that still look like that.
0: Oh so, so I will say uh, this new word I've been trying to use a lot more in sentences, toyetic. Whoa. I feel like it's a very toyetic look, uh, sure. that V,
1: that deep V, you know? Yeah, well, toyetic, does that mean that something, <laughs> it, it, it feels encouraging to interact with at, like a toy? Yeah, well,
0: it just looks more like, 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 the Dreamcast, I think, looks more like a toy than the PS4 it looks like a... Blu-ray
1: player, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow, toyetic. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a the good... controller
0: for the N64 is toyetic. Yeah. Like
3: yeah.
1: A, a, as opposed to the, uh, the Wii U, uh, <laughs> a which brutal is... exor-
3: yeah. exercise in brutal efficiency. You yeah. Know, it's an exercise in,
1: in brutalism, a brutalist art. Yeah. <laughs> um,
3: I guess is there anything else to say about this game? I mean, I will say the Sephiroth turning around in front of the fire reveal the end of the demo. It got me hype. Like, oh, it
0: did. Oh, that's good. I'm just, so just, over Sephiroth at this point. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, give, like, use him sparingly, please. Yeah, like, well, he's so much cooler when you don't see him.
3: No, well that's why I was. That's why I was glad for what it was. I really didn't yeah. want it to be like an extended Sephiroth thing. I was really glad that it was like about five seconds on, like a zoom yeah. in on a silhouette, and then he just turns and like smirks, and there's fire behind him, and he, he's like, I love it. I'm bad, and I uh, got yeah. a big sword. And it's. Do like, you
0: remember the first time in the original game you see Sephiroth? It's, like, pretty late. It's after Midgar, right? I think so. I think...
3: Yeah, I think he's referred to a bunch earlier.
0: Because you see his carnage. You see, like, when he kills the president, he he lets you out of the jail and stuff, and it's, like, you only hear about him and see his, like, blood-stained remains of, like, what he's done. But... Mm -hmm uh I, yeah i i hope they keep him like very like spare yeah, he works sparingly. best like a
3: like a jaws type yeah but to, to leave him out would have been the ultimate version of what i was saying before about not giving us hints about other stuff like right. if there had been none of him in the demo it would have just been like so what were we even trying to fucking prove to me here like yeah supposed we'll to yeah. take away from this they um, actually
1: you have to defeat sephiroth the same way as
3: jaws gasoline tank in the mouth and you shoot Yep. That would
0: be sick, dude.
3: And then he yeah. comes back in the Caribbean for drawing of instead for of revenge. A fin,
0: instead of a fin in the water, it's a giant sword. Yeah, like it goes way up. It's a huge, it's <laughs> huge katana
1: like blade. <laughs> uh, where is he? Where is he? There. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sephiroth. I I much prefer the villain in Advent Children, who is like who's like wishes he was sephiroth baby sephiroth baby sephiroth
0: do you think there's a chance we get dlc where we get to play some of that advent Children story
1: that is like a (laughs) that is like an addendum part extra game
3: you know what maybe this game should be like seven games (laughs) so that griffin gets to play advent children the most important final fantasy property to him advent children fucking rocks man it was cool at the time yeah i mean I, i i watched it i liked it I'll probably Best, watch it again. best UMD
0: like, movie. I watched best, it on my PSP, best PSP movie. Honestly, yeah.
3: yeah,
1: there should still be an Oscar award for best UMD. <laughs> yeah, it's like that in the animal are like going head to head. Well, uh, I think that's kind of all of our thoughts on the demo. We might have to have like a, a re. Like, this might be part one. Mm-hmm. And then part two of this podcast saga might be after we've fully beaten this game.
0: Well, I love chatting with you fellas, so yeah. I'd, I'd love to come on when this game is released yeah, and we yeah. can do every every part of it. We can just keep oh, updating Jesus. as the yeah. years could, go on. As we grow into old men, we can keep <laughs> talking about yeah. it.
3: One, one day I'll finally shave and even then it will still <laughs> not be finished. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, so one thing, do you guys want to do like plugs or something? Sure. Uh, one thing I like to do on my show now is uh, we'll do... You'll do your plugs, and then at the end, give me one hot gamer take. Okay. And uh, it could be a real one, or it could be, um, you know, a silly goof-em-up.
3: All right. Well, I'm, I'm good to go on plugs. Let's go if you want to go first.
1: Yeah, you go first. I'm looking at my plugs. All right. I'll plug some <laughs> stuff.
3: Um, so you can find me on Twitter. Uh, I changed my handle. It's now at tail underscore boy spelled B-O-I, um, so it matches my general brand. Also, the prank show that I work on, not even a show, got written up in the AV Club. So check out the AV Club article and then also check out the show on YouTube. And finally, uh, Party World Wrestling's Rawhide Rave is March 14th. And we still need donations to finish getting funded. And you can buy a cool shirt or a cool candle. Or other stuff. I haven't actually looked at what we're selling, but it's pretty sweet. Um it's a wrestling show, it's really fun. You can watch it on twitch.tv slash party world wrestling, or you can help donate and check things out at igg.me slash at slash rawhide rave. And that's everything from me. And now here's my take that you've asked for. Um, I think first person is the worst perspective a video game can possibly have. Yeah. I fucking, I, I, think first, oh. I think first person is a trash perspective for garbage boys and girls. Damn. Um, I don't think it does what people think it does. I don't think, it, it doesn't make me empathize with the people any more than I do in third person. It just makes it harder to tell where things are. It makes looking around a fucking nightmare and it's not cool or fun and every game should be third person or turn based. That's me and I'm app. Like whoa that. that was hot as hell that was hot yeah I, look when i oh. co- when i come with it i come with it i fucking hate first person games so even much.
0: in vr he hates it even yeah. in vr
3: yeah i played resident evil 7 vr i was in first person i didn't like that and i got too scared <laughs> yeah.
0: first person too scary okay
1: yeah um i uh i think uh and i said this a little bit earlier but i'll say it again um i think that if you were excited about Borderlands 3, you have not been paying attention to anything.
2: Yeah. You one one. Uh
1: bo- not even in terms of who makes the game or any of those politics, but just how just shitty it is. <laughs> it's not funny. It's Love not a funny game. game. It's not comedy. It's this weird brand of like irony humor that like existed in like 2009 and like quickly was disposed of. Uh, and and just like having five million guns is not an asset. It's like, I can make a random number generator too. Like having 800 billion guns that are all different color is not a fun way. To make a game or acquire things. Wow. Um, All right, now give me your hot take. What is
3: okay, it? Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, say <laughs> uh, controversial, Griffin. My, yeah. my
1: hot take: If Joe Biden wants to win the election, <laughs> he needs a VR game, and he needed it last week. <laughs> uh,
0: I I think the Borderlands games I've always said feel like uh, uh, like if if you commissioned your comedy to be written by a bunch of skateboarders. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just like people who like don't quite understand comedy. You know what I mean? It's like this kind of like,
1: yes, we're going to try to make Rick and Morty. It's joke. We're not talented. It's joke adjacent. So it's like, they know what jokes are, but they're like hitting a weird other area. Yeah. The first
3: one Mm -hmm. at least felt fresh. And then the fact that like the writing did not improve. And in fact, got worse over the course of the subsequent games. It was like, y'all are not blowing it. You're blowing it bad.
0: Plus Randy Pitchford. We don't know. He's not a pedophile.
1: I mean, he was yeah. on the flight logs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah. And uh, come on come on down to the next Nobody Yelled Me at the Pack Theater sketch variety show. We have some great guests, uh, some secret guests that we haven't announced yet, but it's going to be March 19th, 9 p.m. at the Pack Theater. Uh, follow Nobody Yelled Me on Instagram for that information because no one remembers what they're doing even tomorrow. <laughs>
0: Art- Love that. Okay, and uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime. You can follow the show on Twitter at VGA Comedy Show. And my hot gamer take for uh, for this for this week is: uh, Hey uh, Square, thanks a lot for this Final Fantasy remake or whatever. Uh, how about you give me what I really want, which is a Crisis Core remake? <laughs> yeah. The PS four or five, thank you. Uh, Cloud, great. How about Zach? How about my man Zach? What's he doing and where is he doing? Oh my god! It? Wait. Yeah.
3: Speaking of Zach, so yesterday I was with friend of our podcast uh, who you listen to on the Sonic episode, Forest Walker. We were doing a final, yes. I was I was recording a guest spot on his Final Fantasy podcast, um, and he was reading me a list of the most popular Final Fantasy characters in Japan. And Zach is tenth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's that's sick as hell, dude. That blew my Sorry. fucking mind. Yeah, D- do not yeah do not dispute the silent majority. That, <laughs> uh, look, you know,
3: I'm yeah. not I'm not gonna fight the Zach stands. Like if you yeah. care enough about Zach to rank him on your list, then you go by all means. Dude, I think
0: uh, you know I haven't played through Crisis Core, but. the whispers on the tree in the trees have been telling me that people really like that game that it was actually pretty good for the time. And I, you know, I got a ROM, baby. Sorry. I'm going to, I'm thinking I'm going to light it up.
1: RIP your mentions. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Great. Anything else? No, that's it. All right. See ya. Bye.